The first thing I wanted to do today, JL, I wanted to grab this jersey and I wanted to do this. <laughs> You're a disgrace. Shamelessly. Mm. Mm. You are nothing but a disgrace. Look at this jersey. Look at this name. Not Dal. Wardell. Not Dal. Was Dal his whole name? The dad? I'm assuming it was Wardell as well, wasn't it? It was actually now thinking about Given it. Given Steph's name is Wardell? Yep. I'm pretty sure it was Wardell. Anyway. Finals MVP, Stephen Curry. I love you so much. Anyway. Jack has asked me to... Uh, I know you're just trying to pull any any topic out of the blue to not talk talk about the basketball. I don't want to talk about anything other than <laughs> like this. <laughs> but Jack has asked me to talk about my trip that I went on. Um, Can we talk about mental health plans <laughs> over the weekend <laughs> with my lovely partner Taylor? Shout out! She loves the shout out. And uh, let me just she's a number one fan. She is. Uh, let me just try and put it. Um, as quick as I can because I ramble and it's a long story. You don't ramble, no way. <laughs> I sit here in silence for like 45 <laughs> minutes a week while you... Joel! <laughs> anyway, what you're seeing here on the table is... Um, it's called Olivine, JL. In gem form or in jewellery form, it's known as Peridot, also known as the birthstone of August. Um, and... The story goes that I was pretty against the idea, like, and the physical thought of engagement rings altogether. And we won't go into why, I was just pretty against it. But I'm also a bit of a science guy. And uh, there's this docuseries... You're the science guy. That's right. I love him. Um, and there's this docuseries that I really, really love called Cosmos. Check it out, Neil deGrasse Tyson. It's fucking heavy. This it week. is. Um, and there's this one episode. It's called um, "The Lost City of Life" or something like that. Anyway, and in this episode, I have to just sum it up as small as I can. But basically, they give their the most one of the most plausible theories that we currently have to how life might have started. Because that is one of the biggest sort of unsolved mysteries, how life actually started. Um, we went to a Catholic school, Nathan. We know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my dad says. <laughs> That's what my dad... When I, when I told him about this, he goes, uh, well, I think this is And where. on the seventh day. <laughs> um, anyway, so to sum it up, basically the theory is that when long ago... <laughs> Um, early Earth, volcanic, you know, um, blah, blah. At the bottom of the ocean, there was like these pressure cookers, right? And in these pressure cookers, you can find olivine. And in the olivine, a lot of shit happens, chemical reactions, blah, 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 blah. And they think it sounds shit like that. But that's one of the most plausible ways to how the sort of first sort of formations of the cell, the first cells. Yes, first sale happened. Um, and one of the guys who was like the founder of geochemistry, which is chemistry to do with rocks, um, Victor Goldschmidt, he was a German-Swiss scientist, blah, blah, blah. He was obsessed with olivine. I mean, he founded, they say he was like the founder of geochemistry, but he was especially obsessed with olivine. 
this episode makes you just like be like, oh my god, this this shit is cool. And also, green is my favorite color. When I watch this episode, I'll go to the Celtics. Go to the Celtics. We'll get onto that. Um, and so now I'll just get to. I just sort of said to Taylor, you know what? I'll come around on an engagement ring, but it has to have Olivine. Um, to sort of represent me because it's green. Because I want if it, if she's gonna have this fucking tangible love on her finger, it has to. It can't just be anyway. Let's not get into that. <laughs> I think you've had this argument in the future many times. <laughs> yep. Um. Anyway, and it just so happens that a little town called Mortlake near Warrnambool, um, here in Victoria, Australia, has one of the highest amounts of Mortlake in the world, according to Melbourne Uni. The highest amount of um, olive, olivine in the world at Mortlake, right? When you're driving in, there's a sign... You said it has the highest amount of Mortlake. Mort <laughs> I reckon Mortlake would have the highest amount of Mortlake in the world. There's so much words I have to say. Olivine... You're lots, a podcaster. Lots of That's your job. Lots of olivine at this place. And anyway, you can go there. They're sort of a bit iffy now because of COVID, but we sort of begged to get it back up and running. And a volunteer took us down to this quarry. Um, and basically what we were looking for was, uh, a bit of this bad boy. This is the main, this is the best one we found. This is, so what did you buy this? No, you go in, we, we dug it out. We fossilized for it. This bit bad boy. This was on the floor. As in like this. So they bought that. So this, no, this was, this is a called a volcanic bomb. You know, you was just lying there. Lying on the Yeah. This is. There's a volcano over there, basically. And the volcano shoots out lava or magma. And it also... You know, in primary school, you learn about, like, when you're drawing a volcano, you always draw the black circles. This is one of I those. I didn't draw volcanoes all that much <laughs> in primary school. Just did the old Coke and Mentos. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is... And inside here, I mean, it's not... The camera's going to focus on us, not this thing. But basically... No, it's not going <laughs> to do great, it. It's a great time. Anyway, there is... This is going to be probably a good um, find as well. And we've got so much more, but these two are two of the prominent ones for actually being able to cut some jewellery out of it. Oh, so in other words... A stone for the jewellery. You're too much of a cheapskate to buy a diamond. That's right. Welcome to the Bronx Sheer Basketball Show. I am your host, Nathan Cullinan. Poorly timed. I look dearly. Ah. And I'm joined <laughs> I love fucking around for this. by my surprisingly um, upbeat co-host. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you just... In, can I just ask, you know when you're sort of like overtired, everything's just like... A, I'm delirious at the yeah, moment. Yeah, are you just sort of delirious? But I'm happy. Really happy. Okay. One year anniversary today. Delirious. Don't. Don't don't even try. One year anniversary. Don't even try and bring me down. Don't even try. What's the an anniversary of Nathan? Uh Joel pointing out that Ben shouldn't be on the team. Ben Simmons passing up a wide open layup <laughs> with Trey Young on him, passing it to um who was in the fucking corner? Fucking dickhead Matisse. that can't shoot Matisse, yeah. The dickhead. <laughs> and then playing defense on him, running straight at Matisse. So I was happy when I saw it this morning. Yeah. Just reminded me that life's pretty good. Mm. Could go for a poverty struck franchise like yours. 
fucking shit. That's mm. what they are. Yep. And my, my life's pretty good. Yep. That's it. That's it. That's it for me. I'm done. Oh, and Kyrie Irving's fucking shit too. Mm. He's on his way out. There is nothing quite like this. Mm. Life's good. All right. Well, that's this episode of the Bronx. <laughs> ah. The, the Bronx gemstones. <laughs> In Jack's dreams. All right. Where would you like to start, mate? You know what I want to talk about. No idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not going to cooperate today. You know, when the other day, uh, most people were saying it. I said it as well. But uh, last week, I did actually have a, a sort of inkling in me to disagree with you and um, with the whole Celtics are definitely going to get game six. You didn't know, no, but it was probably like a like a like a ten percent inkling, and I probably was ninety percent thinking Celtics gonna win, but um, but I should have I should have just like let let it all out and just said the words to. I think we were both trying to do the same thing, have the but on the other end of the spectrum. I was trying yeah. to speak it into existence, yes, and you didn't want to jinx it. No, that's right, that's right. Actually, that's that's true. I was trying not to to jinx the eventual reality. Where were you Friday, our time? I was in Anglesey. You were there already? Yep. When the game was on? Yep, went down early. Oh. Watched the game down there. On your phone? No. TV. Okay. Set it all up, mate. It was all set. Yep. Had the house myself Mm -hmm. and Jamie. She didn't watch it. She was just chilling on her phone. Yep. Just watched. Sat there quietly. Absorbed Sat there quietly? What was there to complain about? I've been quite quiet these playoffs. You've been quite quiet? Yeah, I've been... The last few years, I've been very yally at the TV and like, fucking kidding me, ref. Mm. There's been... just... I think my attitude's changed in the last year in terms of just... I just sit there and sort of just like fester in my own filth, essentially. (laughs) (laughs) Just my... my, Let my brain develop these bad thoughts and just nothing changes. If you yell it, I think it gets rid of it, but no. Just fester. I, on the other hand, was cheering like it was Philly. I was, uh, you know, sometimes, so not the opposite of what you found yourself, these finals. You know, sometimes when you're watching or following sport, your team, or, you know, maybe in, a, in this case, a team that, you know, you really want to lose. You literally like, you don't, you, you don't know how what just came out of your mouth. You just like uh, blackout rage or something like that. When the Warriors were building that lead in the late first, second quarter, I was starting to tear up and like, of just pure, like, like joy. I was, I was like, come on. I was like, I I know I'm so sorry, but I was like, come on, much more loud and violent, but I couldn't believe what I was seeing in terms of how, how much. I saw my life flash before my eyes after game three. And I'm just so happy that the Golden State Warriors are who they are because... It fucking sucks. <laughs> looking back on it, you know, okay, so you guys played a million games. Jason Tatum was at the Olympics. And that is a part. Let's sort of let's sort of uh, veer into talking about that. That is got to be noted, that the fatigue. Um... But the whole thing, like, I think for a lot of your big run, you were only playing, was it eight guys? Yeah. And these sort of things, injury, Robert Williams, 
you know, Grant Williams and Derek White, how how long can they play out of their skin? Mm, sustain that excellence they had. Yes. Um, and our predictions when we did who can win the championship, because there seemed to be a lot of teams this year, and we both said Boston can't. In hindsight, you know what? It sort of went... like I was like, oh, Boston are the best team left in the playoffs in those later rounds. But now looking back on it, I think things went the way they were supposed to go. <laughs> Boston overachieved this year. Yes. Oh, 100%. We were, Boston had one of the best runs you can possibly put together. But I think that, if, it, if anything, it just shows how close Boston is to where they want to be. Mm. There's not much that needs to go right for Boston to be on the other end of that, you know, winning winning a finals in six. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. So that's like uh, it's my peace of mind. How many minutes? Let's look at the clock right now. How many minutes on the? <coughs> how many minutes are you gonna get? Are you gonna give me to talk about the injury year that this was? You can go for it. Okay. I've listened to it a hundred times before. Okay. Our fans have listened to it before. And I'm so sorry to say it again. But now that you've lost in in the atmosphere of it, you might even sort of team up with me here. Here's the way I see this championship. And I think um, old mate Jasper, Golden State Warriors fan, he might be watching and listening, so forgive me for this, Jasper. Um, but here's how I see this win championship win. If everyone's going to not challenge, the Warriors are the type of team, and especially at this at this stage, that if it's sort of like, if, not, if none of you guys are going to actually challenge, we'll just do it. Yeah. We'll tick it off. We'll take the win. Because they're never going to be... The Warriors, I mean, they are deep and yeah. they are durable. Everyone talks about Steph's ankle injuries. That might be like, I know there was obviously his first four years. Yeah, early years. In, but like, since then... Mm. He's been fine. Yeah. People still talk about his ankle injuries from 2013 <laughs> and earlier. Like he's one of the most durable players in the league. He's had a few like odd injuries in terms of like you know impact where someone's fallen him and things like that. Overall, he's one of the most durable players there is, and he's got a great supporting cast around him. And they're called Draymond, of course. Now I know Iggy was playing just like a probably a motivator role, a, a yeah. UD role, mm-hmm. even though it's not UD, it's UH. Um. Uh, Draymond Clay, of course, Steve Kerr. Did they have Barbosa back on this team on the bench? He's a coach now, I think. Okay, he's an assistant. Or was Azili back? Or um, I just always I no. think I dream about Azili. Isn't Barbosa <laughs> on the coaching staff? <laughs> I don't know, but something about uh, but those two names, Barbosa and Azili, just sort of stick with me. I like, don't think Azili is like they float around the Warriors. Was Azili in the celebrations? Maybe, probably. How much did the celebrations hurt? Did you watch them? No, why would I? When did you turn it off? Like, as soon as. I didn't even watch the finals present, like the finals MVP presentation. Yeah. Yeah. What's the point? How was your um your Friday night? Massive. <laughs> like, bed at 4am sort of thing. Massive. Um, is he coaching? Was there, anyone, was there anyone to talk about it with there? No, it was great. Yeah, see, that's the way. I got very, very drunk. And celebrated the night away. Mm. Actually, no, I just forgot about it. It was weird. And I've, I said this, I don't think I said it on the pod. I said this to someone at work. I was like, it's going to be weird because Boston's going to win a championship eventually. Philly's going to win a championship like, in our lifetime. Mm. And with the time zone that we're in, 
whatever we're doing that day. Like if Boston won the championship at, at one thirty, and I'd probably be watching it by myself. Like, yeah, woo. And then what do you do? Like, would I go to the pub by myself and celebrate? What would I just drink at home? I've never known what I'd do in that mm. situation, but I've never thought about the opposite. Like when you lose. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, it's a really nice day. I'm in Anglesey. And I just mm. turned it off and Jamie and I went for a nice walk. Mm. You didn't pick up my call? No, I was already drinking by that point. Mm. And I thought, fuck it. See, the thing is, like literally just when Philly lost, when um, Joel had a torn thumb and a broken eye, I copped it from multiple sources. Um, <laughs> but that's like, that's the way I've shaped my life in terms of like... you give it. <laughs> I give it and then so people give it back. And that's fine. I, I like it that way. But in a way, if I was in your position, even away, I probably, I almost would have had to have gone home and just cried. In terms, of, I would have said to sort of Taylor, I would have been like, "Look, I know I'm ruining the weekend, but my, my I'm not going to be happy." You know how I said I didn't care after game five. I was like, "I don't <laughs> yeah. care." It was almost like the same thing. My body just shut it down. It was like, all right. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad the misery's done. I'm out. Of, I'm. Well, I'm glad the pain's done. I'm out of misery. Mm. And just. Carry on. And like... Yeah, but for me, I would be... Si- I reckon it's going to hit me in like a week's time when I'm bored with no basketball to watch. When when you were with all those people, I would have been sitting there being like, how can no one know what's went on today? It's like the most important day of my life and no one knows. Here. Essendon won that night, so that was nice. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's that. You didn't work at the game? Away game. Oh, okay. I thought you work at away games anyway. Really? Yeah. Early on in the season when like people need ticketing help, but by mid-season, end-season, everyone's... Yep. Anyway, so to get back to what I was talking about, about the injury year. The Warriors, if no one's going to put their hand up, they will. They're one of these teams, you know, we brought up the Spurs. They're sort of the new Spurs. Clockwork. Right? They're just really well-oiled machine. The teamwork is always, you know, when you're, um, everyone can just buy in. You know, it's just, yeah, as I said, they're like the Spurs. What I'm getting at is, and I'll ask you in question form, and you, because you tried to start off about the Celtics coming soon, are either of the Warriors or the Celtics in the next year's finals? If you had to, well, my my, fir- had to, my first thought, before, like the morning of Game Six, I woke up and I was like, "Fuck, it's genuinely really hard to get here." Mm-hmm. And that was like what I was thinking. It yep. was like, we like, you never know who's going to be healthy next year. You never know who's going to be injured. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I know who's going to be healthy. It's like, that was the one thing on my mind. And then when we were lost, it's like, fuck, like, Milwaukee's going to be tough to beat next year. Mm-hmm. And like, you never, Giannis might go down with an ACL tear. Like, and that's the thing. You can only beat who's in front of you and you can only get there if you're healthy. You can't mm. get there if you're injury ridden. That's right. Boston had some pretty fucking good luck this year in terms of injuries. So it's really hard to say. But I would, if I was doing my predictions for next season, which we'll get to, Boston are top two in the East. I'm having Milwaukee and Boston. But I want an answer in that, my question. If, if, I'm, doing, if to, I'm doing the West, if you had to put your house on it, are the, like, yes or one no, off. gun to your head? No, there can be both. Are. Uh, Either of those teams in the fin- the NBA finals next year? I think they've... No. <laughs> I think it's like a 50-50 chance that one of them will make it. Because I'm saying they're both probably top two in their conference. So one of them will make it in, is my, my feeling. 
So I know you hate all the my auntie beat who in front of you. You know my my injury stuff. But does it, does they mean any of anything? Any of the injuries? The guys that are coming back next year. I'm always you. You love rating injured players, and I'm always like, I will rate them when I see them. But we have seen them. I don't just say. I'm not making up like Zion's gone to the finals. I'm we've, saying so. We've seen PG and Kawhi, who I know you always want to put number one, yeah. and we see what they did. They're going to be the. I, I reckon you check around now. They'll probably be the betting favorites. Not just me. They. That was one of the wor- biggest choke jobs I've ever seen in the bubble. But last yeah. year when they got Ty Lue, no Doc Rivers. And they filled out the team, until, blah, blah, blah. Until I see them, they're not but in my conversation. But we did see them last year. And they weren't that good. What? They were sitting, what, second? Third? They were cruising to the finals, and then Kawhi went they down. They were cruising to the finals. They beat the number one seed Jazz without Kawhi, and then they've had to play the Suns, who they looked they looked like challenging, but Kawhi was out. Yeah. Not confident. Anyway, not confident. Let's not go just about the Clippers. The fact is, I'm telling you, the Lakers Teams are, gonna, are coming back. The Lakers are going to pull off some voodoo, right? You know that. The Lakers the, always do. Fucking hate. The them. Lakers are going to pull off some voodoo. If they don't, fine. Let's let's write them off. But I reckon they're going to pull off some. They'll somehow get rid of Westbrook for someone. They'll get rid of Westbrook and they'll somehow make it work. The Lakers will be back. Le, LeBron and AD, are, you know, these types of things. As much as AD's in, AD's injury prone. They'll be there next season. You know, you talk about luck and the way it goes. Odds are Middleton and that aren't going to be down next year. There's the Bucks, And I think everyone, including yourself, acknowledge that the Bucks probably would have beaten the Celtics if Middleton was healthy. And then there's the... I know you don't like talking about them, like the Clippers, but then there's the Nets. Nets don't worry me at all. Okay. Kyrie's gone. Um, KD and Ben Simmons is not winning a fucking championship. And then there's the factor also of uh, if uh, this team works it out. Which but, they won't. But forget us, right? That's what, but that's what I said. I'm, I'm seeing what I'm saying. I reckon there's a 50% chance. So you reckon we're going to have like another year like next year? Like this year, next year? I think that the Celtics will be top two and I reckon the Warriors will be top two. So if that's a 50% chance for them to get through to the... I think there's a good chance that one of those two teams will get back in. I don't think both of them will. So you think like Jokic, Kawhi, even LeBron, um, Luka, none of those four representatives are going to feature in the... Oh, sorry. Only one of those representatives is likely to feature in the Western Conference. Finals. Like you said, this Warriors <laughs> team, well, they're a well-run well machine. They'll just... They'll win. Mm. They just always win playoff series. They do. And they are very good. And that's good. the thing. Like, until I see someone else, it's it's like the LeBron thing. We gave him, for years, we gave him a pass. Being like, until I see him dead and buried, he's always going to be a chance. Yeah. And that's how I feel about the Warriors, right? But that's sort of, uh, yeah. There's a it's, very good chance they just somehow make it work again. Mm. I just think that, like, when... Yeah, anyway, I don't want to trash on all the teams too much, but I just, yeah. Like, for example, you know, because we hadn't sort of, I hadn't come up with like a segment for this week. We're not doing a segment. One of the last minute ones I was like thinking of maybe doing was sort of ranking the the finals MVP or the, the, the NBA finals themselves or something like that. And I'm sure if we did an exercise like that, we would find that these finals featured two of the 
two of the weakest teams to ever be in the finals is what I'm trying to say. I know that the Warriors are the well-oiled machine that I keep, and I already acknowledge that. But right now, the well-oiled machine, I think, would, if LeBron didn't get Westbrook or if Kawhi, all these things. I just don't know how people don't acknowledge it. Because it's been happening for the whole 75 years of NBA is that there's teams that are injured. I know, but there was and a that's good, just, all good few can, years recently. All you can do is just accept it and pl- and just talk about who's actually playing. There's a good few years recently where we had pretty much, there was a reason why the Cavs and the Warriors went there four times in a row. It's because the Cavs and the Warriors were the two best teams in the NBA. And then in the finals, okay, uh, Kyrie and Love either traded or went down. Um, KD went down against Toronto, Draymond suspension, you can name it. I know there's always little asterisks everywhere, but anyway, these last two years, anyway, these last two years, I'm just, that's, that's all I'm saying. Hopefully I don't have to keep saying it because moving into next season. So hopefully, hopefully you'll mature and get over it. <laughs> I just, yeah, in terms of rating it and it, and it's about looking forward. Looking forward, it's hard for me to be like, yeah, the Warriors and the Celtics, they should be the favourites next season because when I look at the sides... So, okay, so who is your favourite right now? Milwaukee. Okay. To come out of the East, Milwaukee. And to come out of the West? Warriors. At the moment, I'd say Warriors. Yeah. At the moment, I would. I think you might be a bit scarred from what just happened Probably. to you guys. Yeah. But also, like... Like when I was Kawhi hasn't played in two years. Mm. Paul no. George wasn't good when he came back anyway. Really, he was okay, but like not not PG as we know him. The LeBron and the Lakers have so much work to do to try and change their roster. Yeah. Unlikely. Denver, while we know there's a lot of potential there, they really haven't made a deep playoff run before because ultimately they don't have the greatest supporting cast around Jokic and Murray, mm. and we don't know what Porter Junior is going to be like. They did get to the conference finals and. I know there was bubble year, but like they got, they got. It was in five. They lost to the Lakers. Yeah, but the Lakers were yeah, LeBron and AD. But that felt like a um. What's a good example? When Portland made the conference finals against Golden State, like we knew who was going to win. It, yeah, they made it. They won two rounds of basketball, but that happens sometimes. Play like, teams get hot occasionally. Yeah. They were hot at the right time. Murray was going off. I don't think anyone was like, oh, shit, they're a threat here. And that's yeah. what I mean. Like, they've yeah, they've had a conference finals run. I know you're a Philly fan, so you're dying for that. But, like, Boston made the conference finals how many times in the last few years and no one thought they were a threat. You know, yeah. 2016, 17, 18, whatever it was. Yeah, but no, but I count Boston as one of the threats. Yeah. Yeah. But Boston's one of them. Um, Memphis, I would say, is still too young. Dallas... They're making some changes, but I still think they're a few pieces away. There's, they're all close, but I, do, I still feel like the only sort of sure thing to be, we know what they're going to do, like aside from injuries, is the Warriors. There's no question mark over whether they're good enough to make it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, let's sort of, I'm sorry that I had to do that again. I just can't help it. I just can't help it. But anyway, Stephen Curry wins the finals MVP uh, finally. Um, he, that second last three or third last three when it was like a 30 footer net didn't move it's coming off over half ah ah the ring huh the ring celebration the good night 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 ah i love him 
I love him so, so much. Um, I don't know. We sort of broke it down last week, but, you know, I talked about the fatigue. Um, then there's the factor that, you know, Jason and Jalen are still young. MJ didn't win his first titles till he was 28. Curry, 27. LeBron. Hard to win when you're young. Yes. Not many people have done it. KD, 27, 28. Curry, 27. 28 seems to be the magic number. Mm. I think Joel's 27 or 28. I think he might be 28. So this is the year. <laughs> Fuck. Um, <laughs> um, so there is things to this as to excuses or reasons that you can point out why the Celtics weren't that. Are you at all, this is probably a redundant question, but are you at all worried that in terms of the ultimate prize, moving forward, it's not just youth with Jason and Jalen? Are they really... The champion, a championship core. Yeah, those two can win. They can be the best two players on the championship team, no okay. doubt in my mind. Tatum had an awful series, but you take out this this final series, and I, I don't really care for the fatigue thing. Or and people are trying to say the shoulder, but I, I just think he just played poorly. Wiggins, I think he was surprised by what Wiggins was doing more than he just didn't know how to beat it. Um, but you look at his first three rounds of the playoffs, and he was phenomenal. So I think he's definitely good enough. Jalen Brown, I think, is probably the biggest takeaway from this series. I think people suddenly realise how good he is. Robert Williams has impressed yeah. everyone. So I think the pieces are there. I think that Boston has a TPE worth $19 million to bring someone in that needs to be used. Yeah. There's some moves that can be made. Peyton Pritchard developed like more than anyone could have expected this year. Grant Williams as well. I don't I think they're sort of not at their ceilings, but they're you know, they were four-year college sort of guys. So I think, you know, that's who they are. They've got a good young core there. If Rob Williams can develop, you know, to a 20 and 10, not 20 and 10, 14 and 12 kind of guy. Mm. with, And it's, his passing sort of the thing that gets overlooked the most. Yeah. If he can play that sort of role, like the sky is the limit. It's just that there are probably some pieces that do need to come in and out and make it work. Like Mark Smart was fantastic in the minutes he played. Like the Celtics were, I think I saw the stat and it was like they were minus 37 for the series. Mm. But they were plus 17 with Smart on the floor over the whole series. And he played a lot of minutes. It was just when he was off the floor is usually when Curry went off or Jordan Poole went off. Yeah. Um, I think he can be the, the point guard. But, you know, if you can make that change, we know Smart's happy to come off the bench. To have someone that could run that bench unit as well as running the starting unit now, they're close, just not quite there yet. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, um, Robert Williams. Choose one of those players that if they had to be traded to sort of get you to the next level, which might be the Smart. championship. Does Smart's that, the least important of those, right? Does that hurt? Yes and no, because he's one of, the, one of those weird ones where I've got such a, like, a big love for, but also he's been thrown around in trade talks for years now. So everyone's sort of under the... Like, until this sort of the, this run they made from January, I think everyone knew, oh, he's probably the one out the door. So I don't think anyone's got that full... It's almost been like we've been expecting this for a while. Yeah. Um, also, if Robert Williams didn't get injured late, because the Marcus Smart thing sort of came out of nowhere with the depoy, do you think Robert Williams might have won defensive player no, of the year? No. Those, no. those talks came last like week he was healthy and then got injured. Yeah. But that was a... Because that's the way it looked over the the playoffs and finals for me, 
that as much as Marcus Smart is one of the best defenders in the NBA, we just can't deny that Robert Williams is true. Especially against the Warriors. Yeah. Williams was incredible. But I think what the voters recognise and what like everyone in the Celtics organisation said it was smart. Robert Williams said it was smart. Smart is the quarterback on defense. He's yelling every single play call. He's the one pointing directions where people need to go. He's the one calling everything. He leads the team in defense, whether it's – he might not get the blocks or the steals or whatever it might be to look flashy, but he's the one that – he's a spearhead of the defense, essentially. Um, off the top of your head, um, I know we haven't sort of done this yet, but Steph Curry in the top 10 is the main conversation at the moment on the internet. All time. Not yet. Not yet. And I think – and that sounds ridiculous given that how good he's been over the last, what, is it seven or eight seasons since their first championship? But, like, top 10 is a 15-year a thing you got to put in effort for. Mm. No one in the top 10 has done it over an eight-year period, especially when they've had two years off a cent or, you know, two years at the bottom of the league. Um, I saw a good post about someone comparing LeBron and Steph. It's yeah. like, well, they've got four rings each and, you know, the MVPs are pretty close and whatnot. But LeBron's got, what, like 12,000 more points and, like, yeah. 10,000 more rebounds and, like, 6,000 more assists, whatever the numbers are. Way more, like, 10 more first-team All-NBAs and the body of work it takes to get into the top 10 yep. is a lot more than four rings. Um, and, like, he's, he's definitely close. He's knocking on the door. But, like, who in the top 10 do you bump out? Well, this is where, and we talked a little bit about this last week. This is where, because the top 10, you are, whether you like it or not, comparing eras. Um, when we do, and I said this last week, when we do get to doing like a top our top 10s or whatever, top 20s, um, I think I might make us do two. Because the way that the NBA community does their top 10s... It's so stupid. <laughs> It's and you just went on to on about it is about I think they should just call it I know they already say the greatest but the greatest careers in a way or the, I don't know because I'm such a and as you know I'm such a peak of the powers guy like if I say someone's better than someone I mean their ability was better I'm choosing them right now over on the court it's not about what they've done I know that sort of comes into play for top 10, that's what matters more. Not peak of the powers, what they've done in their career. Definitely. Ah, see, I, Definitely. I disagree. I, or I want us to make two. I'm, I can't handle... Because there's some guys that you can clearly see, and it's got to do with translation, uh, uh, as I said, of eras. But even so, even in this era, there's some guys that are just better or have a better effect on the court than other guys... But because other guys have averaged whatever points, whatever stats, and have won so many rings and all these things, like, it again, we talked about the Celtics last week. You can't not ignore... You can't ignore that some of the Celtics from the 60s hmm. that dominated, would even the greatest ones, would be worse players than some of the greatest players who aren't ranked higher of today. Well, I don't think I have any one of those in my top 10. Anyway, yeah, but you know, but like, but they do. It's like the Will, you know, you, you Bill Wilt last week. Bill and Will are are in. I think they're in the NBA's top ten. Um, and Wilt was higher than Bill, by the way. Um, and people do question Wilt in that high because, you know, 
who was he playing against? You know? Plumbers and milkmen. <laughs> you know, so I just want to say that I think if I just had to, I haven't made my top 10, but if I had to guess, I would say that Steph's probably got to be in there. I'm just going to r- rattle off some names for you then. Mm. Again, top of my head. Tell mm. me who he bumps out. So MJ, mm. LeBron, mm. Kareem, mm-hmm. Larry, mm. Magic, mm. Timmy Duncan, mm. Shaq, mm. Kobe, mm. Hakeem, mm. and who else would be in there? Go Wilt then for you. Right. Here's the thing. I would sit here after much study, but I'm sure I would sit here and find a way to really make sure that Hakeem and Wilt are over Steph. And don't and don't act like Steph is Steph is one of the greatest. As ever. in over, as in like in the team or as in they're in the top ten. Or you're as replacing in, Steph with Sorry, as in Steph. Uh, yeah, Steph might be able to go over both of them. Steph couldn't take over Hakeem. Steph is... Steph, bro. This is what I'm saying. And I think, of course, and you know of this, of course we're quick to just be like, no, the the past. You know the past. That's the better one. Steph is the greatest shooter of all time. He is. His gravity, his skills, blah, blah, blah. I know that Hakeem... Okay, Wilt, right? But you know know what I'm saying? For Wilt and Hakeem to sort of get in there, there's Bill as well. What about Bill? Is Steph that's why. That's why I said I'll give you Wilt. <laughs> is Steph better than Bill? <laughs> and what, like, what would Bill Russell or Wilt? Mm-hmm. What would they be in today's NBA? Yeah, and that's and like, how many times have I said to you, I hate comparing eras. That's yeah. like my number one hate. That's why. We and that's why I don't. We, do have, it. we haven't done this all time because but I hate it as well. In terms of like, and that's why I think in the one constant you can have is beating your peers. Yeah. That's like the one thing you can compare about against all years to, to sort of determine how good someone was is how good they were against people in their era. And that's why I think in a top 10 all-time conversation is people will favour rings and they'll favour right. MVPs and that's they'll favour this sort of thing. And yeah, that's it. So in terms of is Steph at that level? I don't know. And I know he's got four rings now. But I think the two of them have a big asterisk. I chose Boston to win the yeah. series, right? In my opinion, especially that game four, that game four, man, that game four, I'm not saying that Hakeem's never had a game like that or Wilt's never had a game like that. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that that game four, forget everything. Forget every stat in the world. Forget every ring. When you see that, it's hard to put some of these guys... Again, I'm not, I'm not, if you think I'm just going to Hakeem and Will, any of these guys in the top 75, in the top 30, some of these guys are in there because of numbers and not, and not, I'm sure if there's advanced metrics that show, maybe there isn't actually, I'm sure anyone can look at Steph's best games and be like, you know what, I can put my hands up and say, in any era, including the older ones, that is a better peak of powers than that. Steph, when he's on, he's one of the best players of all time. That's all right. That's all right. Anyway, so this, this is why we never do this. This is why we never do this. It fits my... It's a, it's a stupid argument. I really hate it. That when people still... Like, people are adamant to try and work who's goat. I don't give a fuck. Mm. It shits me to tears. I think it's just because you you you, you secretly have one side very strong. 
<laughs> tell everyone. What's what's my side? You can tell it for me. It's LeBron. You're so heavy, LeBron. I love LeBron, no. but I also like. I also don't, just don't give a fuck. Like Jordan would be so much better than he today than he was back then because there's so much more spacing. Yeah. So maybe not. LeBron would dominate. People are like, oh, LeBron couldn't play in a more physical era. Yes, he fucking could. Have mm. you seen the size of him? Yeah. It's all stupid. It is all stupid. But unfortunately, look around where yeah. we are. I uh, we we will have to do these one day. Yeah. But I think I want to do one sort of all time thing and um. As in one sort of greatest, greatest and best. Those are the two sort of, I think people acknowledge the two dividing yeah. words. Greatest is career, I think. Yeah. In my mind anyway. And you, I think, yeah. And that's what people normally go off. And that's where it's stupid. Why are people bringing up, yeah. Why do people have to go, bring up Steph to go in the top 10 then? If it's just like, okay, yeah. I don't know. I'm just going in circles, but this is why we've never done these because... Yeah, they're just a bit weird. But with, there's other sports, like, for example, I don't know, I guess everyone of different age. Everyone of different age as well. The old heads... The that would never change your opinion that someone newer is better. That's right, that's right. It's like they'll always say, like, the real old ones, you know, probably dead now, was like Wilt, Bill. And then it got to, like, Magic Bird. And then it was Jordan. And then a bit of Kobe. And then... LeBron, and now I'm sure there's people who say that Steph's yeah. the GOAT. Yeah. It's tough. It's easy in tennis because the numbers are just too big. The numbers are too big. You know tennis? Gail won fees, number one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know why he was the first one that came to mind. The three boys are all on... I think they're all on 20. No. I think they are. Nadal. No, 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 no. As in like 20 plus, I mean. Oh, well, that's not... They're all on 20. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 They're all 20 plus, and that's just so unprecedented. Yeah. Um. Anyway, moving on to what other questions can I possibly just pull out? Um. Okay. The Celtics, the Warriors. Um, the Warriors' future Um. in terms of... Their cat space is a bit fucked. Kaminga. No, no, but more so like the kids. Kaminga, Moody, Payton, Wiggins, <laughs> which, which is not funny anymore. Um, these guys, Wiseman. Yeah. How Spurs, or even more, uh, or even better Spurs, you know, in a little way, probably not. How far are they going to take this thing? Can can they win a championship? So Steph is 34, 34. Yeah. Can they win a championship with Steph being? Who's like a 38, 37, 38-year-old Steph? Who, who's a player like that? Give me one. Vince Carter. Aged very well. But just in terms of, even if Steph, if Steph loses all athleticism, mm. which Carter didn't, he was still quite athletic at that point anyway, but he became a knockdown shooter and all he had to do was stand in the corner and had made someone stand, like, mm. stay there. And if Steph is, if he's 42 and he's still shooting the ball as well as he is, but even if it's just corner threes, yeah. you have to have someone locked on him. Yeah. Yeah, I can't really think of someone right now that sort of... That's why I said Vince Carter, just in terms of yeah. corner shooter. Became exactly like that. We're probably going to see Steph and pioneer it. But can Steph win another championship in the in the age bracket of 37-38 because of what they're coming through with this Moody, Kaminga, Wiggins, Wiseman? Of Wiseman, Moody 
and Kamingo. Yes. Have they? Have either of them actually impressed you as basketballers to a <laughs> But here's the thing. This I know Wiseman's. They say Wiseman's the most talented of the group. Of course, Kaminga can. Pl- we well, you know he can play, but Moody, like and Moody can play. Yeah, but there are a lot of rookies and sophomores that were like, yeah, they can play. Steve Kerr, the movement. Yeah, Steve Kerr will definitely bolster their careers. Clay, Steph. But until I see like, like, I know like I'm just going to say Lamelo because the Warriors had the option of taking him or Wiseman. We. I don't want to shit on Wiseman because he's barely played. Mm. But, like, none of them have had a, se- a, se- a season that's, you know, even close to what he's done. No, but I'm talking about and four years' yeah, time. But, you know, you look at the f- uh, rookie teams the last two years. None of those guys are featured. So there's 20, ro- or 20 players in the top in the first two years that we know that are currently better than those three guys. <laughs> yeah, but... And I think if... If the Warriors were a first-round exit, first exit this year, right, and those three guys had the exact same career path, no one would even be thinking about the future of the Warriors in their hands. It's only because they won a ring and say, oh, fuck, these guys are, you know, they're contributing now to a... <laughs> no, they're not. They're just... <laughs> You've got to be able to have some time with, like, I'm all about my ifs. So, right... I'm, I don't think... Uh, all right. It, if you play the odds... If you run out of this situation, I reckon in almost none of them that they're all stars or anything in the future. But we, well, they've got nothing. Got, they haven't shown me that they they're going to be all, all stars. In like, I've got no faith that any of them are going to be fifteen or twelve year careers in the NBA. So there's a less than one percent chance, is what you're saying, that in four years' time, thirty eight year old Steph and whatever Clay and 38-year-old Steph has a good chance of being still there. And but yeah, I, don't, I don't think these young guys are going to be carrying him to a championship. But when you say carrying, 38-year-old Steph, Steph, the n- n- top 10 guy, Clay, Draymond Randolph, <laughs> um, is it impossible? Clay will be out of the league by then. Yeah, he can't keep going? Not in, in four years' time, he'll be... I don't think he cares about basketball that much. He can't after, just be after like four a, championships. I reckon he's. Cole Culver went to. It was like thirty nine. Yeah. I don't. I reckon Clay will be happy. Yeah. Like if they, like in this hypothetical, say they haven't won in the next three years, and then in four years' time, you ask me if they can compete. I reckon Clay will be. He would have said goodbye by then. Okay. Draymond, I don't see competing at that point. So it's just yeah, Steph's good, and I reckon they'll bring in free agents. They'll make trades and whatnot. But I can't like. As as of right now, Kaminga's shown me he's like had flashes, but I don't think he's going to be an all star. Yeah, Wiseman maybe, maybe they haven't had the time to get on the maybe. court because they got a championship yeah. team in front of them. But nothing as of yet that's shown me mm. like yeah, this is a crew. Like, do you remember when the Wolves were spooky? Whenever I used to say that about um, Carl Anthony Towns, Levine, and Wiggins. <laughs> yeah, how many young teams? Oh, they're such a good young team. Wait till, <laughs> wait till, they, de- wait, wait till they develop. And nothing pans out. Yeah, LeBron yeah. will go to the finals again. I just think this is special because of the whole... It's rare you get the top and bottom ends That's at right. the same time. That's exactly right. But I, I actually thought about this the other day. Reminded me of the way that people spoke about Norris Cole when he won <laughs> two championships in his first two years. <laughs> Where's he? Um, who was the other guy at the Warriors? Was it Clark? No, no, it wasn't Gary Clark. What was the guy? He... W- Warriors, two years. And then Toronto. And then um, Toronto. 
Ah, uh, was it not Gary Clark? Um, no, it was that other one of their other guys. Um, ah, uh, but yes, there was a. This is gonna shit me. I literally was looking up the other day. <laughs> and it was only like 2020 when he didn't win a uh, championship. Show he won his, the Raptors. He won his first. Patrick McCaw. McCaw. Patrick I knew, McCaw. I knew there was a P in there. I was thinking of a P. Um, anyway, I just want to say that if I was a Warriors fan, so if you're in, in the NBA or any in most draft sports, if you if your team is sort of where the Warriors are right now, Steph's 34, blah, blah. It's sort of like we've got two years to enjoy this. Soak this up because you're about to go right right down. Yeah. You're about to hit the bottom, um, which is crazy, but it's fair. The Warriors, the way things have gone, similar to the '98 Spurs, whatever Tim Duncan and 99. stuff like that. '99. Um, I just w- there's an opportunity to prolong Steph and you know this greatness, yeah. but I think to have this discussion properly, would if they drafted Lamelo, for example, yeah, or if who went after Lamelo in the draft? Like there was other guys that went. Uh, well, there was Ant, and then there was Lamelo, and then there was who was after? No, 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 no. There was Ant, then there was Edwards. No, no, no. There was Ant, then Ant, then Edwards, and no, Ant and Edwards. Ant, <laughs> then the same bloke. Wiseman, then Lamelo, and then I have no no idea. Poku. All right, so we've got Poku was in that draft. I'm pretty sure. Patrick Williams, Isaac yep. Okoro. Um, Tyrese Halliburton Yep Cole Anthony um, Sadiq Bay to an extent Anyway but Tyrese the, Maxi Like if they had, had these guys Tyrese Maxi probably be, He wouldn't have got that many minutes Yeah that's what I'm saying But Wiseman is on Desmond a, Bain Like if they had these yeah. guys And obviously hindsight's one Like Wiseman's a champion Jack <laughs> Did you see his photo? <laughs> he took the Kobe photo yeah, Why do they all take that photo? Yeah. If they had have taken one of those guys and named, then we could have this discussion. I just reckon we don't know Wiseman because you just said if Tyrese yeah. Max, I know, sorry, you meant because of Steph. Yeah. In general, I think most of those guys wouldn't have got a lot of burn. Um, I know, and don't forget Wiseman. Was, Wiseman would have had a lot. Like, I think he, he was like injured. he was the youngest as well. Yeah, he's still very young, but. They're just behind championship players. Anyway, I'm not saying that they look like they're going to be the next dynasty. I'm just saying the Warriors fans, you know, after coming off um, four championships in eight years, are in one of the most, as we talked about, rarest positions you can be in after winning a championship. And that's that they're not going to bottom out or they don't They've have got to. some youth, yeah. Yeah. So. But I wouldn't be, I'd be more shocked if they didn't trade those guys. Okay. I think to that, keep having a crack. Yeah, that's what guys. I think is more realistic. Is yeah, I reckon they would have done it by now, and this is why I feel like it's not going to happen. If they've done it, if they've won already, and like their salary cap things like situation's a bit tight already, but hypothetically, like Draymond had a pretty average se- like whole season and series. If he starts to decline, they need to make a move. Yeah, if, and like they waited to see how Clay would do, and Clay passed all sort of expectations, but. He's definitely not the clay of old. No. If he starts to deteriorate, which wouldn't surprise, like after sitting sitting out for so long to come back, yeah, you can do it. But conditioning is tough, especially over like an NBA off season. If he's, you know, declines next year, I doubt they'd trade Clay given everything he's done for them. But to have that option of being like, look, he's declining. We've got these young guys. Let's make a package, throw it at someone. 
that, that seems more likely. That seems more likely to me than they'll than these guys will develop into all stars. Yeah, and there's Jordan Poole. There is. He's the second youngest of the group, I think. Hmm. Anyway, so I mean, I don't really have any. Did you want to say anything else? I'm sure you don't. No. Um, you think the Celtics are winning it next year? I assume we're not losing a game. Yep. Ninety-two and zero. Okay. Ninety-two and zero. New system in the eighty-two games. Ninety-eight and zero. Yeah. But no, yes, ninety-eight and zero is the is the wait no. Yes, yes. Sorry, ninety-eight and zero. Fuck, ninety-eight and zero. That'd be awesome. That's a dream. That's, that's, the, that's dream. the dream. Plus four preseason games, hundred and two and zero. Yep. Summer League. Yep, Summer League. 109 and 0. Coming up, I think 7th. The draft's three days away, isn't it? Yeah, something like that. 7th to the... We should probably be talking about it. Fuck, we've got no fucking clue. We don't really have much clue here on the uh, Bronx Year basketball about that type of stuff. We just talk about the Celtics losing in the finals. You're a specialty, mate. Next one. Last final question, which I'm just... I'm going to leave you on a high note. Who's more likely to next get in the finals? Celtics or the Sixers? Boston by <laughs> fucking landslide. Who's your pick on that? On that? Yeah. The Celtics. Thank fuck. See, I, I'm, I'm, everyone thinks I'm biased. You are the most biased. I saw, I saw like a power rankings for next season and the Sixers were 10th out of 10. And you know what? Next season, and you're going to get a pretty miserable off-season slash pre-season from me. I actually am a bit pessimistic going into next season. Kyrie, we didn't speak about him. Well, I just wanted to talk about Boston, the whole thing. Um, See the news today? He takes his own practices. Yeah. See that one from Stephen A? So one thing that he's... He's not going to offer the contract. Yeah. Essentially. That's what they actually said like last year, which which is the start of this season. So it's funny that... It's like people forgot about that. But anyway... They won't be offering him a contract. Yeah. They actually said, it was reported, they're not going to offer him a contract after this season. I think maybe because once the vaccine lift happened, everyone's like, oh, it's going to be all good. Okay. But I, that's kudos to the Nets for sticking to their guns because... Letting him run, like, not letting him, but like him running his own practices. Yeah. That blokes in it. And like, remember when he said, we don't need a head coach, we're too talented? Yeah. Like, he's just got no idea. So yeah. the Nets are... The, I don't know what the Nets do. I don't know either. But if Kyrie, they let Kyrie walk. Yeah, they'll have. Like, Who was it? The two teams that the, the the first report that was interested was it the Knicks and the, the Knicks and the Lakers. <laughs> yeah, righto. I could so see him on either of those. Yeah, going on the Knicks and being like, oh, you know, I don't care. <laughs> um, I don't care that I'm on the Knicks. I'm here to play. He'd be good on the Lakers if his ego doesn't get in the way. Yeah. Which, who knows? I feel like the Lakers can't. Like, I mean, how you, you make that? If you can get rid of Westbrook for Kyrie, you take that every day of the week. You have to. It's not going to happen though. As in, like, the Westbrook's not going to. No. no. It, they've got to find a way to get off of Westbrook and then bring yeah. in Kyrie somehow. Ten team trade, um, but the Lakers would be very after it because they've got no options. Like if that's Kyrie, the only thing they can make work. They've got to Kyrie is such a mess. But if they can be like, look, we're not, you know. Hey, we'll do whatever you want. We'll pull off any 10-team trade, blah, blah, blah. We'll do whatever you want. And we'll um, we'll take Kyrie off your hands, the Lakers. They're going to they're gonna pull off something. It's LeBron. They're going to pull off the something. The GM. The, the GM. Anyway, 
You got away pretty. Uh, you got Unscathed. out of this. Pretty, yeah. There's nothing to report. I'm miserable. Mm. Anyway, that's this week's episode of the Bronxshire Basketball Show. What do you say, uh, JL? We'll have a bit of a brief hiatus after this one. Good. I'm fucking exhausted. Yeah. I mean, as we just mentioned, we wouldn't know. Who's who's going number three pick in the draft? I'm trying to think who's the famous number three pick. I always think it was Hashim to beat, but he was number two. Number three, Carmelo Anthony. Yep. Who else is number three? That's Lamelo was three. Yeah. Um, um, Otto Porter Jr. Tatum. Tatum was three. Brown was three. Um, Can't that long. Yeah, I was thinking more busts that were that were shit. Otto Porter Jr. was three, wasn't he? Oh right. Um, I'm not sure. Who the fuck knows? Michael Jordan wasn't one, was he? No, he was pick two. Yeah. Sam, um, no, he was pick three. Was oh, he, was he three? It was Hakeem, yeah. Sam Bowie, and then Jordan. Yeah. If my memory serves. Mm. Four years in college? Three. Three? Three, I think. MJ? One of, the, one of the few like top level players to win the national championship and the NBA championship. Is he the GOAT, JL? Anthony Davis did that. He's the GOAT. <laughs> uh, w- Anthony, if Anthony Davis in Kentucky didn't win that championship in 2012, I probably wouldn't be sitting here with this... Um, no, you wouldn't be. With this Philly jersey. Uh, Philly hoodie. Um, we'll have a brief hiatus. We won't be on next week, I don't think. Not not going to talk about the draft. We'll when, be back for Boston's finals run next year. When does... Uh, it's 10 days from... Um, we're 10 days out from... Or 9 days out from... Um, Summer League? From free agency. Fucking hell, it comes around quickly. So we'll be back in two weeks. We'll be back in two weeks. We've got to talk about the free agency. If, if anything happens. Yeah, is some, there's some. Bradley Beal is one of the big ones. He's coming to Philly. Rumors are Lakers. It's always rumors around the Lakers. Yeah, of course. Anyway, we will talk to you next week.